The Gucci Girl, Prada Professional, Coach Queen, or Target Trendsetter. No matter how you describe her, she's the most powerful consumer in the country. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Ritan, principal at Top Sale Strategies, as she chats with those in the know so that your business can grow. Now please welcome our host of Purse Strings, Maria Ritan. Good afternoon and welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings right here every Tuesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Each and every week, you'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country, the 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, an article from Social Media Daily. Thanks to Eric Sasa for this article, and it's on one of my most favorite topics, which is cooking. Um, and you may already be aware of this. All recipes, you know those guys, have been around for more than 17 years. Well, they're going all social network on us, just like the rest of the world. Um, now, you may recall All Recipes was one of the world's largest portals, was acquired by Reader's Digest and then by Meredith. So it's a Meredith property. And, uh, you know, they did something pretty uh, unreal. They launched a print magazine, which isn't happen- happening very often these days, as you well know. So many magazines have shuttered instead of growing, although I think those food magazines are doing quite well. Well, apparently, they're seeing huge growth on the print side. Well, now they're going through another transition, and they're launching a new digital platform, and they're becoming what they say is the first food-focused social network. It seems to me a bit Pinterest, a bit Facebook. So I'm going to talk about that in just a second, explain a little bit more. What they're trying to do is keep up with where we're all going, which is mobile and online video, as you well know. And we love, as cooks, if you're a cook like I am, you know you want to save new and and those favorite recipes in a place where you can get them whenever you want them. And um, All Recipes has recognized that. They're coming out with some new tools. One is called the Cooking Graph, which is a personalized tool that actually anticipates your interest and needs and makes it easier to connect um, your favorite brands with yourself. You know, that's where the money comes in. You know that, right? With the brands. Uh, Another feature is called I Made It, and that allows us to share our creations and favorite foods with our followers. That's kind of the Facebook thing I was talking about. And then they've expanded profiles that allow us to connect with each other. um, And we can connect with brands based on food preferences and dietary needs. Again, kind of like Facebook. Now, Last but not least is what they're calling personal collections, and that allows us to curate recipes that can be viewed and followed by other users, a la Pinterest. So they're kind of taking what I would consider some of the best things of some really popular social platforms, and they're aligning it with cooks and how we like to uh, interact with each other and with recipes. Now, according to Meredith, allrecipes.com attracts more than 40 million unique visitors each month, two-thirds of them coming from mobile devices. So that's probably why they're making the shift. 100 million All Recipes are seen each and every year. And I mentioned that print magazine. Well, guess what? They've gone from 1.1 million to 1.25 million rate base um, in just the past year. So it's growing really, really fast. So if you're a cook, if you're a cooking enthusiast, or if you're just someone who wants to see what All Recipes is up to, look for that coming your way.
Our purse profile today is the Prada Professional. Now, if you're a regular listener of this show, you know her. This is a woman committed to her career, trying to achieve some balance in her life while expending way too much energy on the job. She's around 36 years old, married, college grad, employed full-time. 60% of them are parents, and they're pulling in anywhere from 75 to 150K median household income. Um, they like to keep up with the latest fashions. They really feel like their looks are important. They spend a lot of time and effort on them. Uh, Their relationships are of value as well. They're confident in their style. um, They like to own quality things. And yet while they like quality things, they also feel like they're very practical purchasers as well. They're willing to shop around for different prices uh, and at different stores. They do spend a ton of time at work, as I already mentioned. But you know what? They know that life is more than just work. And when they're not working, they like to spend time with their family, going to events, and, of course, um, going to museums and enjoying the arts. Um, So where are they shopping? Calvin Klein, Armani are some popular brands for them. They love Neiman Marcus and Nordstrom, don't we all? Uh, And they're driving BMW, Audi, and good old Toyota. So if you're a marketer, how do you connect with our Prada professional? Well, she's reading a ton of magazines and viewing cable and network TV for entertainment, getting her information online. So if she's a cook, she's probably at allrecipes.com. She's reading real simple, in style, shape, vanity fair, and cooking light. She's watching E! Food Network, TLC. TBS. Um, and uh, yeah, my guess is that allrecipes.com is right up there. Well, I'm thrilled today to have Michelle Geelan on this show. You may know Michelle's name and you may be like, well, where I know her. I know her. Yes, you do know her. She uh, was a former anchor of two national newscasts at CBS News as well as a correspondent for the early show. And these days, she's the executive producer of The Happiness Advantage with Sean Ar- Arker on PBS. But beyond that, what's really fascinating about Michelle is she's the founder of the Institute for Applied Positive Research. She's an expert on the science of positive communication and how to use it to fuel success. She's been working with Fortune 500 companies and schools to raise employee engagement, productivity, and happiness at work. And she's a partner Um, She is at Partner at Good Think, a positive psychology consulting firm. And I bet you didn't know she also holds a Master of Applied Positive Psychology from the University of Pennsylvania as well. And if that's not enough, yes, it's an overachiever. She's the author of a new book called Broadcasting Happiness, The Science of Igniting and Sustaining Positive Change. And that's why she's on the show today. I'm excited to talk with her about this book. why we need the book, why we should read the book, and of course, how you can get the book. So stick around. Michelle Gielan joins us after the break. Her Strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point click and it's live in real time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point click and it's live in real time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point click and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. 
Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis. SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com. That's S-P-Y-F-U.com. And start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Finding links to improve your rankings in the search engines is time-consuming and frustrating for many of us. The Hoth is the go-to company to help lighten your link-building load. Their white-label SEO was made specifically for agencies, in-house SEOs, and affiliates. The Hoth also offers high-quality custom local citation building to improve search rankings in Google's Maps and localized results, providing fulfillment for some of the largest SEO companies in the world. The Hoth offers link and citation building services you can trust. Get $20 in link building or citation building credits free by going to thehoth.com slash radio. T-H-E-H-O-T-H dot com slash radio. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Rutan. Welcome back. Joining me today is Michelle Geelan. She's the executive producer of The Happiness Advantage with Sean Aker on PBS. And you may recognize Michelle's name. She's a former anchor of two national newscasts at CBS News, as well as a correspondent for The Early Show. But beyond that, it's the work that she's doing today around happiness that is the reason she's on purse strings. She is a partner at GoodThink, a positive psychology consulting firm, and the founder of the Institute for Applied Positive Research. That makes her, I think, an expert on happiness, which is why she's written a book, a brand new book called Broadcasting Happiness, The Science of Igniting and Sustaining Positive Change. Michelle, welcome to the program. Thanks, Maria. It's great to be here with you. I'm so excited to have you on. I always love talking to journalists because um, those people who listen to Purse Strings regularly know that I spent 15 years in TV news. And being someone who spent a lot of time in TV newsrooms, I do have to ask you, how did you go from a place that isn't always happy and, in fact, you were surrounded oftentimes with very unhappy news to becoming a happiness expert? Yeah, so... Um that's an excellent question. Um, I was a- anchoring those two national newscasts at CBS News, and I, I basically got tired of constantly talking about negative news. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and more importantly, what I wanted to do was understand how we can tell negative news in a way, and this is not just on the news, but in business, to our families, in a way that sparks positive change, that empowers people and motivates them to take forward action. Um, so that's why I actually left my job at CVS. People thought I was crazy. Um, and I went to study uh, the science of happiness or, or positive psychology at the University of Pennsylvania. The thing is, though, while I was there, I had this epiphany, which was 
that the power that broadcasters have to create positive change in the world is actually the same power that we all have because as teachers, as parents, as leaders, as friends, we are all constantly broadcasting information to other people. We're all broadcasters. And the messages we choose to broadcast not only predict our levels of happiness and success, but create happiness and success for other people. And they also relate to every single business and educational outcome we know how to track. Absolutely. And uh, we can choose to surround ourselves with positivity or we could choose to surround ourselves with negativity. And I can totally uh, empathize with, um, you know, having to share bad news over and over again each and every day on the news. And I think um, the way you're looking at it as how can you impact positive change, even with your twist on the news is really interesting, and we're going to get to that in just a minute. But I have to ask, have you always been a half-glass-full person? Because you sound like you're kind of a pretty happy person in general. <laughs> you know, um, in, in general, I, I think I'm one of those people, I was sort of born on the, the a good end of the happiness spectrum, which is awesome. Um, but that being said, I, in my mid-20s, experienced a year-long bout with depression, um, and the same happiness strategies that I talk about in the book are some of them are what I use to walk myself out of it. Um, I'm so thankful for having had that experience because I think it, while it, depression is different for everybody, it gave me a, a deeper understanding of the power of positive psychology and how when we apply it to our lives, we have the ability to not only change our mindset, but change the trajectory of our lives overall. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's pretty powerful. Um, so now you have this book. It's called um, Broadcasting Happiness. I have to ask you, what led you to write that book now? Was there something that said, you know, Michelle, you need to write a book and you've got to write it now? Or did you just kind of come to it uh, yourself and just thought, yep, I've got the time. I can make the time to write a book. So I definitely did not have the time because I have a, a, an 18 month old right now. <laughs> um, it was yeah, a lot. To, as time. a matter of fact, yeah, you, when you were describing the, the typical um, person, you know, the 36 year old who does this and reads these magazines, I was like, she is describing me. That is me. I am super busy and these are the things I do. Um, but uh, yeah, so I didn't really have the time as much as I had. I, I just had this personal mission because we are in a really exciting time right now. Um, uh, two on um, two uh, in two, two ways. Um, one is as personal individuals, as parents, as leaders, as, as advertisers, we're seeing now that there is there's a, a compelling body of research that shows that when we make small changes, the way that we communicate to the people at work, to our families, we can uh, fuel the business and educational outcomes that we track, including profitability, performance, um, energy levels, lowering stress, but also, and I included a special section that I'd love to talk with you about at the end of the book called The Journalist Manifesto. For advertisers in particular, we're seeing that when we link content ads to more positive, empowering content, that's actually better for likelihood to purchase and advertising effectiveness. So overall, globally, if we can change our collective story to not ignore the negative, but just to be more focused on the, on the inspiring stories and when there's negative stories on the solutions that we can use, we have the power to, uh, to, to make big changes to society overall and fuel forward progress. Right. And and it really is about we're in charge of what we broadcast. We have the control yeah. of that, right? I mean it's we're in charge of that, not not the world in charge of how we feel, but we're in charge of what we broadcast. 
Absolutely. What we see in the research is that if I know everything about you, if I know how much money you make, what kind of car you drive, the job you have, as a scientist, I can only predict 10% of your long-term levels of happiness. The other 90% is a mixture of sort of our genetic disposition and the way we process the world. That means that external circumstances are less predictive and, and less in control of our levels of happiness then our own mindset and the choices that we make. If we choose happiness and to have that empowered, resilient mindset on a consistent basis, that can that that, that has a huge effect on on ourselves and our own on our own lives. Now if we broadcast that out to other people, that's where we see incredible potential mm-hmm. for change. Right. But, you know, it feels like we are surrounded by a lot of negative, very fear-based news. People systems, organizations, do you think it's harder than ever to be positive? Well, so oftentimes the talks I give, people say, well, who's more powerful, the positive person or the the negative person? You know, it, they're thinking of someone they work with sitting in a cubicle next to them, I'm sure. <laughs> um, and, uh, and while it can seem like this, po- this negative person is it, it just setting the culture on our business teams or in the office or because they are so highly expressive. But we see in the research, it's not the, the negative person or the positive person that's most powerful. It's actually the most expressive person. Mm. Um, and what that means is that if we can activate the people in our lives to be more expressive of their positive mindset, and if we can do that ourselves, we actually have the ability to tip our cultures. So in, in the midst of what seems like high amounts of negativity, it's really about building awareness around our own personal broadcast and, and making those small changes to make it more positive that can tip the balance in our favor. So first we have to be aware of what we're broadcasting, right? I guess there has to be a certain level of self-awareness. And then yes. you just talked about being more expressive because the most expressive wins. Are there other things that we can be doing to ensure that we're broadcasting positive and not negative? Yeah, so my favorite strategy, and this is based upon the research, is uh, it's one of the ones I focus on in the book called the power lead. So normally with newscasts, we hear the slogan, if it bleeds, it leads. Mm-hmm. And that's how they choose their top story. For our own top story, we want to have the absolute opposite approach. We, we want to start with something positive. A power lead is, the, is a positive, meaningful beginning to a conversation, an email, a phone call, any interaction we have with another person. The reason why getting in there at the beginning and saying something positive is so powerful is that it sets what we call the social script of the conversation. It it sets it at positive. It prompts other people to respond in kind and it starts the, the whole trajectory of the conversation in a different place. And by the way, these power leads can be really simple. The next time someone asks you, hey, how are you? You know, sometimes people say, oh, oh I'm tired. <laughs> oh, I'm so stressed. The boss is driving me nuts. And we can just skip those. Even It's not that we want to ignore the negative, but in that moment, if we can skip those right then and instead say something small and meaningful like mine this morning, oh, I'm doing great. I had breakfast with my son and he was being really funny. Mm-hmm. That, that small uh, you know, piece of information gives someone a window into your world, allows for deeper levels of connection, and it prompts them to say something positive in return, and that just transforms the entire conversation. 
Right. You know, you, you talked about a little bit early about this ripple effect. You know, if we're broadcasting happiness, if we're expressive, if we, you know, start with that positive lead, as you were just saying, that it will affect positivity in others. But then what, how does that keep going on? You know, how do we get them to pick it up and implement it into their own lives? Not just react to our positive lead, perhaps, but how do they actually become more self-aware themselves? Um, so I think when we see other people modeling this higher level expressivity, that can prompt us to feel comfortable to be more expressive. I had a wonderful manager when I was working at my first job. You know, I get this job. I'm insecure. They, when are they going to find out that I shouldn't really be here? You know, <laughs> and uh, and she would stock the cubicles. I'd see her about once a week, and she'd say, "What's one amazing thing that you've done here at work since last time I saw you?" Man, that was really stressful um, because I didn't have an answer. I didn't know what to say. But then she would say, well, I, I saw that you you wrote a couple lines of code. I was a, a software engineer at the time. And and we, it made it into the next project build. Good job. I saw you stayed late to help Darren. That was strong work. She would just offer up something small and meaningful. And that transformed the way that I saw my role at the company, the moments in which my behavior mattered. It was incredibly powerful. So I think even, um, it, you know, asking positive-based questions for leading questions mm. to lead people into positive territory can spark them to to see the world differently and see where their behavior matters. Mm-hmm. Good. Good point. And it really does all start with us, uh, which is coming through loud and clear. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we have the ability to not only be positive, but impact positive change around us. Um, we're going to take a quick break, but you talked uh, just a bit ago about wanting to tackle the journalist manifesto, which I do think is quite brilliant. And as you said, it's at the end of your book. Really good stuff. I want to talk about that when we get back along with a few more things. So stick around. Michelle Gillen has much more for us on happiness when we return. Her strings will be right back after a word from our advertisers. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. 
Is buying something that is made in the USA important to you? How do you know that it really is made in the USA? Certified Inc. is the only supply chain audit company on the planet which qualifies country of origin labeling. If it's important to you as a consumer to know where the products you buy and use in your own home come from, then it's also important for your customers. Visit us at madeinusa.net and find out more. Go to madeinusa.net because it's that important. Her Strings is back with the inside track on today's women. Once again, here's Maria Ritan. Welcome back. I've been speaking today with Michelle Gielen. She's the author of a new book called Broadcasting Happiness, the Science of Igniting and Sustaining Positive Change. And we've been talking about how we're in control of broadcasting our own positivity and the ripple effects that that has, not just on the people around us, but on our world. And that can come down to the bottom line. We can have more productivity, higher performance ratings, higher sales, lower levels of stress. And the book, of course, details how we can really incorporate that in our lives. Um, you know, do you have some examples of how companies are incorporating this whole happiness factor effectively? Because we, we do know, as you said, that it really does have an impact on the overall performance of the business. Yeah, so um, we've seen some compelling cases um, from our work and also from the research. Um, there was a study done at MetLife that found that optimistic salespeople outsell their pessimistic counterparts by 37%. Mm-hmm. And when the company made hiring decisions based upon tested levels of optimism, they found that they saved themselves about $75 million over the course of a handful of years. Um, additionally, and this is probably the most recent and, and to me the most exciting cases, we've done some work with Nationwide Insurance and in particular Nationwide Brokerage Services, which is a wholly owned subsidiary. They wanted to rewrite the narrative going on at the company, which um, is a narrative that exists at many companies. Uh, if you're having too much fun, you're not working hard enough. When you hit your sales numbers, then we'll all be happy. Mm. Um, so what they wanted to do is instead say, well, we believe in this happiness research. We want to invest in the well-being of our organization and our and our the people that work here. And um, and so actually, we're going to rewrite the, the what how we're looking at happiness and its relation to success because we know that it fuels it. Um, by doing a number of initiatives based upon the happiness research, including having huddles every morning where they got together to not only celebrate successes, but support employees who said they needed some extra support that day. Um, they were able to raise their gross revenues from $350 million to more than a billion dollars oh in goodness. just a couple of years. <laughs> wow. I know. Try- <laughs> Amazing, right? Um, and the funny thing was, normally when you do these kinds of consulting projects, the you know the head of HR will turn to you and say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but it was about a, it was a bunch of other things that contributed to this. The president of the company is so on board with positive psychology research. He said, "No, it is because we applied this, we did it pervasively, and it worked." Oh, wow. That's exciting stuff. I mean, that's really exciting, Michelle. I mean, that's proof positive, isn't it? And, and no pun intended, but proof positive yeah. that uh, it works. It, it clearly works. That's amazing. Um, so you you mentioned the Journalist Manifesto. And if anyone needs positivity, I think it's journalist because we're surrounded every day by really tough news. You know, we have to share tough news. And I say we because I know you're a journalist and uh, once a journalist, always a journalist. I spent 15 yeah. years in TV and I can't, I, you can't beat it out of me. Um, 
but you know, <laughs> you mentioned that there's a different way that we can approach our work as journalists. Can you talk a little bit about that manifesto? Yeah, so the manifesto looks at the business of journalism first because it is a business. Mm-hmm. And what I did was I provided a research-based business case of why it's actually better to focus on transformative stories. These are stories that might start in a negative place, but they go somewhere from there. We focus less on the problems, more on the solutions. Mm-hmm. So it's not about ignoring the negative and, and just featuring cats and dogs and water skiing squirrels. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really about taking a, 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 a different approach to news that's less negative and more balanced to reflect more of what's going on in society. Um, but because media is a business, I looked at how uh, advertising effectiveness and likelihood to purchase goes up dramatically when you place advertisements next to content that is more positive and engaging. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason, obviously, is that if we can motivate news directors and to see how you know this this new formula and follow it, not only do they keep the advertisers happier, um, but it's the overall covering the news in this way is, is better for society's health, for progress, and for the journalists that are in the trenches day in and day out covering these news stories. Well, and I think at the end of the day, we might see more people coming back to watching TV news, you know, um, because people feel better about it. It's not such a... It's not such a downer. Um, So I I applaud that because I think that's so smart. I'm a former news director and I would struggle with the amount of negative, the negativity in the newscast, you know, and we did balance it out with water skiing squirrels, (laughs) you know, (laughs) that's what we did or, you know, kids, kids and dogs, the great combo. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. So people who are listening today, I know they have to be pretty compelled. And of, of course, we want them to get your book, which I know we can get on Amazon and you can go to broadcastinghappiness.com as well. But beyond that, what are some of the first steps that listeners today can begin with their own broadcasting happiness? Well, I'd encourage them to get uh, um, build awareness around what their broadcast is. Um, a great tool that they can use is we posted this on our website, broadcastinghappiness.com slash success. You can take the success scale. It's a 30-question scientifically validated assessment. Super easy. It takes like three minutes. Um, but it gives you an indicator on where you are on the three greatest predictors of long-term levels of success at work. Those are your levels of optimism, how you view stress, is it a challenge or a threat, and your, your levels of social provision, how much social support you provide to the people around you. Um, those three indicators, those inform your broadcast. So understanding where you are will help you understand what you're putting out there. And then also we test for levels of expressivity. So I think that that's a great first step. And, and then, you know, I mean, also just check in. With, what's your power lead? When you come home from the office after a long day, what are you first saying to your your significant other or your family? Is it, oh, it's such a stressful day at work? Or let me tell you one great meaningful thing that's going on. Um, those little changes have dramatic effects. Mm. Michelle, thank you so much for being on and sharing your positive approach with all of us. And I wish you just continued success um, and success with the book as well. Thank you. Thank you so much for featuring this content because I, you're, you're a, this show is a perfect example of transformative journalism in action. And I think this is what can make a huge difference in society overall.
Oh, thank you so much. And again, I do want to encourage everyone to go to broadcastinghappiness.com. Again, you can check out the book, Broadcasting Happiness, The Science of Igniting and Sustaining Positive Change, there and also on Amazon and get your very own copy. Uh, So thanks to Michelle. Thanks to my producer, George. And please join me next week for another edition of Purse Strings, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. Until then, make it a great one. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.